Hey there, believers. Let's get through this commercial break first so we can enjoy a full show. Do you want to be prepared for anything that could happen in day-to-day life or when disaster strikes? From the office to the outdoors, then please go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check out the packs that they have to offer. They're made in America, and I mean every single piece of fabric, hardware, buckle, and frame. All the labor, too, is right here in America. So when you buy from Squatch Survival Gear, you're supporting multiple small businesses right here at home. I've become good friends with Chris. Um, He's a military vet. So all of these packs are made to mill spec. All right, so they're all military standard packs. They're good for everything. These things are virtually bomb proof. I promise you, I own two of them. I have the Rock Ape and the Mothman pack. They cannot be beaten. I've I've had gear all my life. I had gear in the military. I have gear when I go hunting. I have gear for camping. The Squatch Survival gear changes the game. All right, I, I take one to work every day. I take the Mothman pack with me to work. Just use it as a regular backpack, but it's so functional. It's it's just unbelievable quality. All right, so please go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Now, to save 15% site-wide, I encourage you to use promo code 23BUMP. That's 23BUMP to save 15% site-wide. Hosea 4.6 says, my people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge. So now that we have this knowledge, we have to remember to walk in 2 Timothy 1.7, which says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. When he turned his back, from shoulder to shoulder, looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. It is your show. Take it away, brother. You said you want to start talking about the financial crisis? Yep, yep. Uh, actually, just got back from the Kingdom Hall. If you're Jehovah's Witnesses, great people. If you ever get a chance to talk to them, uh, if they come to their door, knocking on the door, definitely open your door for them. <laughs> <People. laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's an economic crisis uh, looming at the door, and I don't think that people realize just how bad it's going to get. I mean... Maybe people kind of see it a little bit like 
oh man, this looks like 08, but it's actually worse than 08, you know? And then they started to think like, maybe this is uh, bad, like the Great Depression, but it's actually worse than the Great Depression. So, uh, you know, um, with that said, man, I, I just think that people really need to kind of get their affairs in order and really kind of just uh, draw as close to God as humanly possible and try to buy as many hard assets as they can. Gold, silver and land, I think would be would be a pivotal moves for people you know, going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what do you think is behind this uh, economic crisis? You think it's just bad, bad uh, political decisions, or do you think there's some kind of intent? Uh huh. Well, I think there is intent behind it, but I think that there also is uh, just a really bad greed and not that it's the government's fault, but the government has been co-opted by a uh, by a banking cartel known as the IMF, the Rothschild Bank, you know, those sort of people. And uh, they they just have been co-opted 100 percent. And with uh, it was back in 1913, around this time of the year, everybody was basically on vacation and they voted in the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve, the IRS. And so that allowed them to tax people's income. <clears throat> but what the people don't know is that the 16th Amendment was never ratified. So because it was never ratified, it's not legal. <laughs> so they're directly taxing an unapportioned tax to your income. <laughs> wow. And that is wholly unconstitutional. And it causes uh, it causes massive currency manipulation because what ends up happening is um, that it makes it so that they can inflate and deflate depending on what they what they want and they they're borrowing from the future to pay for the present and you know social security like I get it's all well and good for people who are older, you know, and it, it gives you a huge settlement at the end of the year. But what they're doing is they're borrowing from tomorrow in order to serve a purpose for today. Right. And that's no bueno, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, re I remember uh, Rand Paul trying to throw out a warning about that. Oh, yeah. Years ago. He's like, look, man, yeah. by the time I'm ready to retire. You know, by the time I'm going to need Social Security, there is no Social Security. We're, it's not like we're putting money up into a, a savings account out there somewhere and, you know, in the ether yeah. and going to yeah. settle into it. Right now, we're working for those on Social Security. And by the time it's our turn to be on Social Security, who's going to be working? Who's going to be mar making enough money? Where is the taxation going to take? You know, who's going to have money left over? Uh, how mm. bad is automation going to be? Like, there's all these variables. Yeah. It's just, oh my God. Automation is, yeah. I don't know if you've ever watched the Zeitgeist movies. Have you ever seen those? I haven't watched those. I, I've turned them on and then, like, opening credits. I'm like, no, nah, better not. I'm already far <laughs> enough out there, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they, they talk about, he talks a lot about the type of technology that we have at our disposal right now in the third movie the first two movies the first movie is like in the first segment of the first movie it has a lot to do with religious aspects and you know not exactly what i agree with 
But the second half or the second quarter of that movie is talks all about 9-11 and what we can do about it. And then in the third part, he talks a lot about uh, the money system and how it's printed. Uh, but in the third movie, they talk about all the technology that we have at our disposal right now. Like they can 3D print houses from a big concrete dispenser, you know, and they're already starting to move forward on this thing. And they had, then they have the robots, you know, with Boston Dynamics that will totally just uh wipe out any kind of packaging job you know anybody who does a menial task the the that little flippy thing that flips hamburgers yeah goodbye mcdonald's yeah that's it (laughs) it's that simple you know (laughs) so people are going to really have to find a way to leverage their leverage the internet and uh they're going to have to find a way to you know and this is my thing is because I've been studying this since I like 2011 or something, but I just don't ever upload anything. You know, this is one of the first interviews I've ever done with this sort of thing. So um, I've been researching this for a long time and I've been doing it for so long that I've come beyond the panic. And now I'm starting to think like, how can we be solutions based about this? You know, what are some things that we can do to be proactive about, about, uh, about, changing our situation how can we change it for the better you know i love that so i've done quite a bit of research about that go ahead yeah let's take it from the ground level man uh let's look at this like somebody's hearing this information for the first time in their life you know Mm -hmm. average average joe out there living paycheck to paycheck don't know that you know if he goes two paydays he'll be homeless right right Uh, if he goes two paydays without a check we're hurting yeah uh, yeah so what what does that guy do to it's gonna be tough for me um i would say uh first of all don't panic right right <laughs> that's the first thing that i would say to anybody who is just getting into this sort of thing do not panic because if you panic you're gonna go off left field and you're gonna end up looking like some kind of domestic terrorist or whatever right right? there are ways around these systems that are uh that are that you don't have to throw hands or shoot shells on people you don't have to do shelling in order to fight this system all you have to do is unplug Hmm. right you have to stop using dollars stop using their form of 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 currency that is uh traceable and trackable because when you don't have privacy you don't have freedom right that's good so because like and this is this is such a huge thing that people just totally forego every time you sign into uh instagram or facebook or you download one of those apps you agree to their terms of service you don't read what it is they're setting up they have the ability to just look at everything that that you're doing you know and so it's this this goes on for a very long time like i guess if if i was going to start somebody off who really didn't know i would start them back like with the 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 enactment of the federal reserve back in the 1913 and then once the federal reserve was enacted that gave over the um the U.S. government, their ability to print money, they didn't have the ability to print money anymore. 
it was given over to the IMF, the World Bank, the IRS, basically, right? So now the government buys loans from the private bank, which is as federal as Federal Express. They're not a corporate or they're not a government entity. Right. They're a corporate entity, right? So now the government has to buy loans to or from from the IRS and the loans have to be paid back with interest. <clears throat> if I loan you $1 and it's the only dollar in existence and I expect you to pay me 25% on top of the dollar that I gave you back one month from now, where are you going to get the other 25 cents? Right. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist, right. <laughs> So because of that, the whole thing is is a layered debt system, which creates servitude and profusion. It's I mean, what's his name said it best. Um, Thomas Jefferson said it best when he said that uh, if we allow the bankers and corporations to control this nation's printing, the corporations and 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 conglomerates that will grow up around them will leave the people homeless on the continent their forefathers fought to conquer hmm. you know and that's here that's where we are yeah that's where we're at right now that's where we're at right now um homelessness is rising at an alarming rate i mean go to san francisco like you'll see tech billionaires mark zuckerberg types and they come out of they come out of macy's and h&m from a nice smell of burbank or you know Dior cologne straight to the smell of raw sewage and a homeless guy who's possibly sick with something asking them for, for change. Wow. You know, it's just, it's a complete dichotomy. It really is the haves and the have nots. Right. Mm -hmm. And oh. it's, and there's no in between. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're single-handedly squeezing the middle class out of existence and oh, when yeah. you don't have, and when you don't have a stable middle class you don't have a thriving uh you don't have a thriving civilization right right yeah, I, I remember in in 2019 my my wife and i were doing so well for you know what i mean like it was a blessing from the lord i know but we we bought a new house or an older house but we we bought our home you know the home we wanted um, yeah we bought the car we wanted. We bought the truck we wanted and doing great. It felt like we yeah. made it like this is what I can, I can cruise now into retirement for the next 20 years. Yeah. I'm good. And then here yeah. it is three or four years later. I'm like, man, I love, I'm back in lower, <laughs> you know, lower, lower standings, you know, struggling, man. It's like, they just, continue to, they just continue to make it harder. The steeper the incline, yeah. the more difficult it becomes, man. You know, so you're talking um, about getting into hard assets. Um, what, what what do you think would be a good direction? You said gold, silver. I I agree with that. There you go. Let me uh, let me show you my uh my humble uh ooh my humble collection of mostly silver. I have gold bags, but I don't have actual gold itself. This is uh, that's one. Oh, I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. No, you can't really see it. But that's that's one uh one gram <laughs> of silver. 
Right. And then I have a bunch of these. I don't know. The light is kind of glaring. Let me see if I can. Yeah. yeah man. Those are half dollar, half dollar coins. Right. I've got a few of those here. Ooh. Hard assets, man. That's it. Gold and silver. As much of it as you can get. Silver right now is relatively cheap. It's actually uh at an all-time high right now, but it's still relatively cheap at about Twenty-three, maybe twenty-five dollars an ounce, right? All right. I've got some more silver too. These are all uh, nineteen sixty-four quarters. There you go. Nineteen sixty-four, and they're all quarters. It's gonna glare right. on the screen. You can kind of see it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that works. But so, it's all real silver, man. Yeah, yeah. How do you get your hands on that? Do you? Go to a bank and be like, hey, I want old quarters. You, uh, <laughs> no, never go to a bank ever. <laughs> Stay out of a bank. <laughs> no, but, but you can find a lot of good, uh, gold and silver, um, online. You can also go to your local pawn shop. They have it a lot there. You know what I mean? Uh, pawn shops are great, man. It really, they are underrated because they just have so much cool cheap stuff tools gold and silver uh i'm not a big advocate for violence or or that sort of thing you know being with my religious beliefs but you know you can buy guns and ammunition there whatever it is you need to uh protect yourself and your family you know but my whole stance on the whole like protecting yourself and your family is i believe it's second timothy um let me look it up give me one second Yeah, I, I think you make a good point too with the pawn shops. You know that those are like uh those are yeah. super super stores. You know what I mean? Like they got pretty much anything you need in there. Yes, anything that you need is right there at a pawn shop, man. You can find it. Where yeah. is it? Second Timothy. Oh no, it was here. Here, I'll have to go to the actual Bible itself. Second Timothy. Thessalonians. I think it's 224, maybe. 224. Ah, for a slave of the Lord does not need to fight, but needs to be gentle toward all, qualified to teach, showing restraint when wronged. Hmm. Right? Because we don't, because if we have God's backing, then we don't, we're not going to need to, you know, it's not our war. I mean, like, and we'll get into that. I mean, it's a bit of a holy war going on right now. We can get into whole Israel versus Hamas sort of thing. But, uh, you know, maybe in a future podcast or whatever, however you want to do this, you know what I'm saying? But um, definitely hard assets and uh, gold and silver and pawn shops, I think. Like you were saying, man, it's a sleeper store for sure. You know, and it, it helps to build a, a more local community, too, because those guys are local, you know good point yeah because we got to start small if we want to affect change that's why i tell mm -hmm. my students you know if you want to affect change you want out of you know you want out of this town you want out of this state whatever what's wrong with it all right yeah. now, what's wrong with it and that's what you need to focus on fixing instead of running away you know exactly yeah yeah and i've i've i fought that battle too myself mentally you know wanting to leave so bad but it's the people that are in the community that build it make it strong 
you know, Hollywood is that way for a reason because everybody who lives there does media, you know, and that's what they do. If people in um, if people in worker towns decided that they wanted to build an infrastructure for media, then that's what would happen. You know, that's a good point. It, you got, it's all about the people. Yeah, you got all hands on deck on one common goal. How would mm -hmm. it fit? Right. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. The more people come together, the the more uh, the more we see that we're all human at the end of the day. And not only that, but that we just we all have way more in common than we thought we did. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. so well, I think the American people are waking up. Oh, what's that? I said, well, most of us are human. You know, some <laughs> there's uh, the, the lizard people theory out there too. Right? <laughs> what uh, what did Mark Zuckerberg say? He said, "When I was human, I am human still." Right. <laughs> I was like, heck no, nah, dude. I couldn't believe he said that. <laughs> the guy's a cyborg, dude. <laughs> yeah, man, hundred percent. That that guy, he he let the uh, the mask slip a little bit there on that one. Right. Yeah. 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 The guy from uh, the movie They Live, he said it wasn't a, it wasn't a film. It was a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> I heard they're supposed to be making They Live Part 2. So, yeah, I'm on the lookout for that one. Oh, that would be great. Mm -hmm. Another good one, if you haven't seen it, is called The Jones Plantation. I haven't seen that. Uh, it's this guy's name's uh, Larkin Rose. He made it. And uh, it's all about these, like, slaves that live on a plantation or whatever, you know, and the farm is kind of going down, slavery is kind of dying off or whatever, you know, it's getting close to the end of it. And um, the, this dude, it's this black dude, Mr. Jones, he comes along and he revitalizes everything on the plantation and he tells the, the slaves that they're all now free. You are all free. You can leave if you want to. You can do whatever you want. You can, you know, you can do whatever it is you want. And then basically he just traps them with enough debt to kill a, uh, to kill an entire country, mm. <laughs> you know, and he, they only get like $1 a day for each day's work or like 15 cents a day for, you know, a day's work. And he makes all the prices absorbent it like just he's huge you know if you want your freedom then you have to buy this paper and that paper and it costs you five hundred dollars and you're only making 15 cents a day you know and he basically just traps them and then he goes to all these great lengths in order he i mean he just perpetuates the lie on such a level that it would it would make anybody sick you know yeah. and he he blankets it all under a banner of you've got to be willing to do the unthinkable. Yeah. I mean, you see that that that's a movie, but that's real life here. And I don't know where you're I don't know where you're at, but mm -hmm. in southern West Virginia here. Um, OK, wow. I have family out there. Where are you at Charleston? Uh, just south of Charleston. I'm in Logan County. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got uh, family in Charleston. Yep. Yeah, man. You go back not even 100 years and we had, you know, and and some of the the camps communities are still standing, coal camps, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. George Coleman come in. Yeah, yeah. They, they were set up. They called them coal camps, and all the houses look the same, and they're in a row, and they're just outside of the mine. Yep. And everybody that lives in this community, they work for the coal mine now. The coal mine owns that home. You pay rent to live. Yeah. In the home. They pay you a small wage, 
but then they give you something they called script. And that script was a currency that you could only use at the company store. Mm -hmm. And it was like a little grocery store or retail store inside the camp. And you would yeah. take that script and that's what you lived on, you know, yep. because the, you know, Cole was, I'm thankful for it, you know, because I, I, I worked on the ground for a couple of years. Uh, my mm -hmm. grandfather, he retired out of coal. Uh, my wife's grandpa did, but it was so nasty. And it, it's not just the work. I mean, I love the work. I love hard work, but just to see how they treated people, just like a, a property, just like another yeah. tool, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. that movie really strikes home, man, for, for those that to, to know that the reality of that and how easy that is to happen. That's yeah. A lot of people and like, I'm mixed, I'm half black. Right. And so it's like, man, this is what really gets me about the black community. Dude, <laughs> is that it's like, like they've been kind of, lulled into this sense of like you're the only one that was ever a slave it's like no dude you don't get it <laughs> right People, especially coal miners those coal miner towns man there's a reason why tennessee ernie ford wrote that song i owe my soul to the company store exactly you know because they were they were they weren't giving these people a livable wage you know and the work that they're doing is just demeaning to a human <laughs> so yeah no you're you're right about those coal miners man that's that's basically slavery right there yeah yeah at least yeah. indentured servitude right is what is i had yeah. the polite way of saying it <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> yeah oh man yeah. but um yeah man that's wild that you're out there in west virginia basically my whole family's from west virginia my uh my mom's side, they stay out there close by Corridor G. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And then my dad's side, they stay mostly in Charleston. Wow. Yeah, that's 35 minutes from me. My wife works in Charleston. So. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Nice. That's incredible, man. Yeah, I'm here in Detroit right now. Are you really? Uh -huh, Yep, in Lincoln Park, just outside of Detroit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like 15 minutes, like literally right there. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of commute uh commuting between Detroit and West Virginia going into mm -hmm. Huntington and uh yeah. we won't talk about that job <laughs> that job yeah. there, there's a there's a lot of drug runners I think <laughs> going between oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know <laughs> that's ridiculous man you know uh I think if the American people don't wake up that's what you'll begin to see is just it'll just turn into drug trade you know, yeah. and fentanyl city USA. Yes. And that'd be, that'd be every, uh, every town and every city. And the only way to get by will probably be to sell drugs or something. Yeah. Yep. Um, Some kind of immoral act that will be, mm -hmm. uh, how you get by, mm -hmm. you know, um, and that kind of, Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. And that kind of ties in with the mark of the beast thing. You know, it's like, how far are you willing to go in order to uh, sustain yourself and your family? You know, that's why it's important to just draw as close to God as you can, because when they come to your house and they tell you, we're going to shoot you in your head unless you tell, unless you say that you don't love God anymore or something like that, it's going to be a real test of faith for people, you know, to, to not do that. And it's all just Bible prophecy, man. 
coming true. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I I definitely feel like we are in at least the beginning of the end. You know, I'm I'm not like I don't have it all figured out. Yeah, there's there's some elders in our church, man, that they can they can see here, they can they can tell you, they can decipher and and weave a uh, weave all the explanations out of like revelation and you know end times prophecy i'm not so good at that you know i'm I'm focused on other other aspects but that the reality is this is it man yeah i feel like we're at it you know yeah it's coming it's rapidly approaching yeah um but you know we got a we got a plan like uh plan like it's tomorrow and live like it's like it's never gonna ca- like like it's not coming that's you right. know that's what the bible says and i think that if i think that if we can build a parallel society that is uh uh at least free of most of these issues then we're on the right track you know that's why i follow some of these you know some of these talking heads like don't get me wrong i put the bible first 100 but that's sort of the reason why I follow some of these people who like who uh, who think about, you know, your privacy rights and your ability to build communities and and strong structures within society because they want to break everybody down. You know, they want everybody to feel destitute. It gives me hope to think, you know, not that not like not just that God's coming, but also there are people here that that want to uh to try to build a better future in the here and now, yeah. you know. So and, you know, that for me is big. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's a big help, and that's one reason why I feel like podcasting is so important. And it's not mm-hmm. because I podcast. I've done. I've been doing it for almost four years now, three and a half years. But it's that information. You know, it's almost like the wild west out here in the podcast world. You know. Um, how yeah. you be able to get your sources from uh like cbs you know people tell you you know what what's down the road they holler at you on a yeah. cb let you know what's coming you know yeah podcasting is kind of like that you know you don't have to worry about mainstream media you don't have to worry about the news channels uh mm-hmm. you have average people like you know like my show i'm just a, a regular guy i, I live mm-hmm. in a small town I, I can get on here and I can tell you exactly the reality of what's going on. You know, yeah. it's that freedom like Twitter had when it first opened up and you're seeing stuff mm-hmm. happening in real time and people's like communicating in, in like, as things happen. Um, mm-hmm. That's how the podcasting world is. And we could, we could reach out, we could form our own, our own tribes and communities and have this network that's outside of the the reach of them, whoever them. Oh, the Dolores, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one second, my phone is dying, so I'm going to go ahead and plug it in. Oh, yes, sir. Do you watch any Alex Jones at all? I I haven't watched Alex Jones in a couple of years. Uh, like, if he comes on a show or something like that, I'll watch it. Um, right. If he... Uh, but I, I don't like jump on info wars or anything, but I don't really jump yeah. on YouTube either. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just yeah, yeah. a little busy, but yeah, I, yeah. I haven't really, uh, and I'll probably have people turning off the show as soon as they hear this, but I, 
I haven't really heard Alex be too wrong yet, you know. Uh um some like people are saying that he's he's a double agent, you know, that he's he's sold out or whatever. I don't right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All I don't know is uh say like he's kinda he's kinda like Joe Rogan. Like yeah. he knows the full truth of what's really going on, but in order to protect his bottom line and his family, he just says kind of you know, just enough to keep people buying. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, okay, well, I mean, I guess you got to do what you got to do, you know, but I would say that if you're, if you're new to the space, Alex Jones is like the perfect, you should start here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You should definitely, you know, open that can of worms and <laughs> for sure, for sure. It's kind of like exposure <laughs> therapy, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, folks, you don't understand the globalists. They're plotting against us every single day. They want, they want to, they're coming for your kids. They want everybody dead. Dog. Man. But I'm like, okay, every now and again, I'll open up this can of worms. But it's like I was saying before, like when I was first starting off in this journey, it was like I had to have someone that was coaching me through these you know, navigating me through what's what's the globalist plan and what they're doing and stuff. But now I kind of take a step back, like, and uh, I'll listen to I'll listen to guys like Alex Jones and Jeff Berwick, the Dollar Vigilante, and Josh Sigurdsson with World Alternative Media, and uh, We Are Change, Luke Radowski, you know, and uh, uh, James Corbett. James Corbett is a really good guy. You should definitely check him out. Um, but like. I kind of take what they're saying with a little grain of salt and I'm more apt to do my own research. That's it. That's where it comes down, man. We, we all have to do our own research. Uh, if you don't trust Google, if you, if you're at that point where you're like, wait a minute, I'm only seeing, uh, you know, news sources from one side of this. I don't see it from the other side. Uh, jump on duck, duck, go. Um, okay. as far as like, a, that's interesting that you'd say that too, because I've been looking for, um, for a different search engine for a little minute now yeah yeah duck, duck, go. Like, uh, it doesn't save your search history if you you know if you're worried about that like you said privacy uh privacy is the first step to losing your freedom um so yeah duck, duck goes a good one to go to like if you want to look at something and you're like i don't want to wind up on a watch list because i just have a natural curiosity who wouldn't have a curiosity about this topic let's see what's really right. happening uh, yeah. As far as I know, DuckDuckGo is a safe spot. Could it be a CIA uh, manufactured app that's just collecting everything from the weirdos? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it could. But, you know, as of now, I think it's uh, I think it's pretty credible, you know. Uh, a lot of times what I do is I'll search through the Brave browser uh, because they have their own VPN and then they have their own... Um, cryptocurrency as well which i haven't really gotten into it's like basic retention coin or whatever but i usually will use the brave browser and i would if i ever go i don't have the facebook app on my phone or instagram app on my phone i go to the brave browser and i type in facebook.com and i search it web 2.0 through a private tab Mm, there you go because like it's because if you have the app on your phone then you agree to their terms of service Right. You know, but I mean, I guess it's like you're agreeing to their terms of service anyway when you sign up for Facebook. 
But I don't know. It makes me feel better taking at least I know I'm taking at least a proactive, at least one proactive step in a direction of I feel concerned for my privacy and I'm going to try to make an attempt to guard my privacy as much as I can, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think that's pivotal. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm liking this, man. Like you're, you're giving some some wisdom. Yeah, it's not just advice. It's some wisdom, you know, get into hard assets. Mm -hmm. uh, be concerned about your privacy. Yes. Um, where where else do we go from here? I mean, we could just we could expound on some of these topics like. Uh, hmm. Like, you know, I mean, we could back in like 08, mm -hmm. uh, Obama made it so it was like they it made it so the television was able to push propaganda out yeah. onto people <laughs> and they have been actively pushing propaganda out on people since 2008 yeah the smith month act i think is what it was called yep yep where they legalized propaganda against u.s citizens it's ridiculous man you know and it's like every time they come out with an act they it's like the name of the act is uh you know something that seems like it's for liberty like the patriot act right right yeah. All it does is take away your freedoms. Yeah, it, it's, it's 1984, fun. bro. That's that's it. It's 1984. That's exactly just, what it is, man. They yeah. just strip more and more of your rights away. Yeah, you know. It, and it, then with the restrict act, they're trying to take away uh, TikTok. Right. Yeah. I'm like, dude, TikTok, man. That's that's where I get. That's where I get a lot of my stuff from. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's another one that's kind of untamed right now. Mm -hmm. yeah i'm actually pretty thankful for the tiktok space man is it's helpful for real um I, I would like to grow my tiktok presence actually i'm uh, same but uh but yeah man you, you hit them live feeds every once in a while just like it hits your for you feed and it's like what is going on in ireland uh, or, oh my god yeah you know what i mean or or what's yep. going on in wherever and you would mm -hmm. never hear about it if it wasn't sitting right there in front of you. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, I I was on TikTok. Do you remember that um, that balloon, that spy balloon? Man, stupid spy balloon. Yeah, <laughs> man. I turned on TikTok and was just scrolling through. At the very second this thing gets shot down, and like. I see it on a live. Somebody's recording it out in like Myrtle Beach or whatever. And no I was way. like, okay, did I just, is that really good timing or did, is there some kind of like movie? Like what, what is this? You know, <laughs> and I had to wait like 20 minutes in order for it to pop up somewhere else, you know, to hear anything about it. And I was like, I'll watch that in real time. You know, that's crazy. <laughs> man, that's what I'm saying, man. That's why I love TikTok. Like, and it's like, ah, it's a double-edged sword though, because they they I mean, TikTok's privacy is just not there. I mean, they literally watch your keystrokes. Right. Yeah. So, but they are posting the information that people want to get out there. And I think that that is like it's it kind of speaks to a larger uh uh a larger awakening for people too. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I think that's kind of more important here because People need their bubble shattered, man. I mean, I just the whole people that believe in the, you know, the uh, whatever that is, right? They, uh, 
you know, it just drives me mad that people would be so um, blindsided by this sort of thing, you know, and then all of a sudden, two, three, five years later, your, your seven-year-old has developed myocarditis because you decided it would be, you know, uh, a protective measure to, it just drives me up a wall, you yeah. know, so to see that there is an app like this, TikTok, that shatters people's bubble, the way it needs to be that speaks volumes amen amen because so many people do things just out of the pressure or or ignorance compulsion yeah yeah and I, I don't mean ignorance in a bad way it's just like you're uninformed you're unaware you yeah know, you're gullible you know <laughs> I, I i i have a tendency to be gullible you know i don't believe you know if somebody walks up to me on the street and they they tell me something I'm probably going to believe them, you know, because right. I, I don't want to look for an ulterior motive in every person. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to something on a, a global scale or a national scale, you kind of have to worry about who's pulling the strings, you know, who's pushing the buttons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because these people, they're just unbelievably sick people, you know, and they're just it's the type of people that, that they want to harm children, you know, and it just is, I mean, anybody that's going to harm children in my mind, you deserve to go on a wood chipper backwards. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Amen. Hey, well, look, you know? <laughs> Jesus said you'd be better off to have a millstone tied around your neck. Yes. You know, and yeah. one of these, yes, innocent children. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, you know, so look, when they say things like, Oh, we need for you to get vaccinated. We need for you to, and they're still pushing it. You know, they're they're aiming for another lockdown. They they want more lockdowns. They want more um, control, and they just keep setting up cameras everywhere. Putting they're just putting them like everywhere. And I don't know what to do. I'm just like, do I smash these cameras? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Or do you know? Do I take these these? And then the 5G too, those, I know you've seen those towers. It's like a tower and then it has one box here, one box here, and then one box like here or something, right? right. Those three prong boxes or whatever. It's all just radiation. I mean, it's the same mi millimeter wavelength that the uh, the government uses for crowd control. Hmm. Well, wow. I didn't know that. Oh my God. Yeah. The 5G is horrible and it's, it's mostly all radiation. There's a reason why cancer is skyrocketing it's not just because of the the mm. jab it's too because of the radiation coming off of 5g Man. you know yeah and then they put go ahead no i was gonna say and you yeah you in your uh in your message i started to say email but in your message you, you were talking about chemtrails too mm -hmm. um, yeah so it's high levels of barium strontium and aluminum in the atmosphere uh barium you can look up about that is a very toxic chemical and uh these cause all kinds of respiratory issues you know uh i mean it just seems like the goal of these people is to stamp out our breath and our breathing you know mm. chemtrails is something that i learned about when i was like way way younger and i haven't really done a whole lot of research on it since then but I know that a lot of these chemicals are very toxic. Uh, aluminum is very toxic because what it does is it uh, 
it breaks the blood brain barrier and goes straight to your brain can and it can cause like um calcification of the pineal gland mm. which a lot of people will call that they call that the third eye right yeah it's it's uh very important for um regulating melatonin and serotonin so you know a lot of people have insomnia insomnia a lot of people have depression it's because their serotonin levels are low because they don't get good sleep so they're just they walk around in a zombie-like state you know yeah yeah people that ties time, people don't realize how one thing ties into the next like that you know? yeah and yeah. it really is you know your serotonin levels are so important uh to, to keep that up and rest is like the number one way to let that recharge you know we we kind of have like that battery in us um but these things like you talk about aluminum particulates that will dampen our absorption uh our, our ability to absorb uh yeah that's that's it that's another thing too is it dampens your ability to uh absorb other minerals in your body yeah <clears throat> You know, like when you put deodorant on or antiperspirant and it has uh, it has aluminum in it, right? What that does is it stops your pores from being able to excrete toxins. So then your lymph system gets backed up and then you end up with cancer. Hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just so crazy to me because they and then there's like they have cures for cancer too. Amygdalin, vitamin B17 literally eradicates cancer cells. Which you can buy vitamin B17 off of uh Richardson Nutritional Center.com, rncstore.com. There you go. Laetrile amygdalin B17. Literally it kills cancer cells and it's on the verge of being banned by the US government. So stock up while you can on some B17 and try not to take too much of it either because it's like uh you know how apples have arsenic in them right the seeds and stuff it's similar to that but it's a little bit different so don't take a lot right but a small dose like a micro dose of that will help to to prevent cancer wow so because it kills free radical cells in the body man so that's that's beautiful information i wouldn't have known that b17 uh -huh, yep Yep, yeah, 17. Yeah, they're trying to ban it. I had Dr. Laura Sanger on the show before. I don't know if you're familiar with her or not. But uh, I think I saw a bump on your TikTok from your podcast. Probably. Uh, she's mm -hmm. into uh, some holistic ways, too, of, of cleansing the body and, and detoxing your body naturally. Um, and she's a big advocate for uh, anti-parasitics, you know. Oh, yeah. And it's the same thing. Like you don't want to do a whole, whole bunch of this stuff, mm. um, but like wormwood, you know, and it, you might feel a little sick, but it's detoxifying your body. Wormwood too. You want to get wormwood that doesn't have thujone in it because thujone can build up in the body and cause all kinds of problems. I haven't done a lot of research, but from what I understand, thujone can cause problems. There you go. But wormwood and then organic moringa too, which is like a, a living bitters. And if you take that, it literally just scrubs all the parasites right out of your gut. Mm. Moringa. M-O-R-I-N-G-A. I-N-G-A. I'm writing as you go, man, because you are a wealth <laughs> of knowledge. Man. 
<laughs> We're on some Dr. Sebi type stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, you you also threw in this because it was like I, I didn't want to ask too many questions and I made sure I didn't go digging into your TikToks too much because I uh-huh. wanted I wanted all of this to be fresh. I really like to talk to people and it just be genuine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to prompt. I don't want to pull, but um, I did see in there. You, you're talking about like Hollywood conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that is a major like hot button thing for me too. Like with the music industry and with Hollywood um, just to yeah. see that demonization you know that they're, they're pushing for and i don't mean like to do away with money i mean like that's demonetization yeah, demonic. i'm talking about the yeah. demonic spirits that seem to be controlling hollywood um yeah and they are man i mean it's it's bad like the way these people control the 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 artist as an artist myself is concerning for me it's a battle that i've had to fight because you know, I want I want to be a musician and I want my music to go mainstream. I want people to hear it. But I also have to I have got to keep my faith like there's no way I'm going to make any moves in music without having Jehovah God right there by my side. Right. You know, and you can feel the pull of it, like the satanic pull. You can feel it. And it's it starts to kind of like chase after you, you know, right. and it's it's just unfortunate to see people signed a hundred million dollar contract and then uh all of a sudden someone close to them dies or like with uh what's her name doja cat uh she's on tiktok or whatever and then she signed him the contract or whatever and then her whole tiktok was deleted and there was just a face of a demon right there as her profile picture Hmm. yeah and then she like decked out in all red like this all red you know crystal looking she was just covered in red gemstones yeah sick man you know and the kind of how like mind control that they put on people you know yeah and then you go to the comment section they're like well the lyrics might say this but you know that beat still slaps you know how are you doing it how are you coming into agreement especially and I'm not trying to condemn people, but especially people that love the Lord, you have to separate yourself. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yes, the Bible says be no part of the world. Right. Hey, it's it's but it's scary because this 100 percent is just going after kids. You know, if you're an adult and you want to listen to Doja Cat or whoever, I don't I don't care. At the end of the day, I don't care. Listen to what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't play it, but know that they're coming after your kids. You know, I've posted about this on my personal Facebook before. I just, uh, dozens of images. It, it's not hard to find. Go to Google if you want to. That's a safe one to look up. Uh, go look at the demonic presence in hip hop today. Or, mm-hmm. and it was there in my day too. You know, I, I was right. in love with hip-hop music when I was a kid, man, and Bone Thugs and Harmony, it was like, mm-hmm. that was a lot of satanic music, and I didn't even notice it because I was a kid. And it's happening now yep. to our kids. So now that we are awake, 
maybe we can stop it from happening to our kids. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely have to put our guards up and build boundaries. I think the people don't do enough of that in this day and age, especially now because, I don't know, they're just not thinking like, or maybe people people are just too nice to build a boundary against others. But, man, <laughs> as I've gotten older, I've realized that to build a boundary, one, is the safest thing that you can do for yourself. And two, people will respect you for putting a boundary up. Absolutely. People will respect you for putting up a wall and saying, hey, look, I need to look out for what's best for me right now. OK, and I can't I'm, I don't know what's going on with you in your life, but I just I need this wall right here and I need you for you to respect it. You know, right. and people do. They will say, hey, you know what? Man, you're right about that. Yeah, ab absolutely. And we you know, put these metals up. that's it, man. And all this is is. You know, the, the whole conversation, it seems like it's just a way to secure our future, to mm -hmm. uh, to, to just look ahead a little bit, um, to to be prepared, you know, situational yeah. awareness, waking up, whatever you want to call it. There's so many things against us. Um, I, I hate to do a doom and gloom kind of episode, mm -hmm. but is it doom and gloom or is this reality asa you know for real <laughs> you for know real. yeah yeah i mean it is it's 100% real you know and like just to see that people would would sell their soul for fame and money oh my goodness man i mean like what good is a man if he gains the world but loses his soul exactly. you know and it almost makes my stomach turn because of just how bad it is. But like, man, I don't know. It's, it's been going on for a long time too. Even the guy, I forget who, uh, what band it was, but it was way back in the seventies or something. I think it was like one of the guys from Led Zeppelin or something like that. <laughs> and the guy was asking him, he was like, uh, you know, is Hollywood still the same as it was when I was in? And he's like, yeah, and he goes, you know, tell me what is what is the purpose of taking the record into the master's room? And he's like, Come on, man, why why are you asking me this? You know the answer to this question here, you know? And he's like, No, just tell me. He's like, Come on, dude. Like, I know you I know you you know I know and all this, you know, but just tell me. He said, The reason why we do a seance over the master record is so that we can cast spells on people who would not knowingly listen to this music you know what i mean unsuspecting christians that would just be listening girls 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 and down down and you know yeah all of a sudden you know you're you're in a you might be in a marriage and you're sleeping with three four five other women yeah you know i don't care what anybody says man lust is a curse yes it is and that is a curse <laughs> yes it is and that that that's true man there's this spiritual spiritual warfare going on mm -hmm. um and the hollywood it's an open man, that's such a man it's so the devil is slick you know it's an open door yes it really is like even things that seem so so innocent mm -hmm. you look at like take disney Right. And and Disney's getting exposed here lately. 
Yeah, no, we started on this topic. I I, I don't want to get sued, but uh, <laughs> you know it is. Uh, just just take something like a character. Take Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. Right, it's a grown man that never ages, and he always wants to just hang out with kids, and he will steal these kids and take them away to their own little island. Mm. And you have his best friend is Tinkerbell, right? This little mm. fairy, and they portray fairies as these sweet little cute, uh, friendly things. You're, you know, they're a little ornery, but they're they're your friend, you know. And then go to any mm -hmm. other country in the world and ask them about the Fae. You know, mm -hmm. they're these horrible trickster demons, you know, yep. that will steal your child in its sleep, you know. Uh, but we're just like, hey, just, why don't we just bring your, uh, you know, bring these fairies into your house. You know what I mean? But build a fairy garden. It's like, we got this stuff so messed up. And it's, Backwards, yeah. and it's a, it's a spiritual war, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. like yeah. you to lower your drawbridge and just let the enemy in yeah yeah that's what it is there was a an interview with a man named g edward griffin he did an interview with uh with a kgb agent g edward griffin by the way that guy is awesome dude like <laughs> man <laughs> straight from the horse's mouth like that guy is so cool <sighs> Um, so he didn't, he did an interview back in like the sixties or seventies with his KGB agent. And he said, uh, some of the, he was pointing out some of the tactics that they use. And he said, one of the first tactics we use is we, we subvert their morality. Right. And he said, if we can, if we can kill their morality, then you could show them the truth in plain sight and they would never, they, their minds would be completely blind to it. Mm. You know, for some reason, when, when society becomes morally debased, they don't, they don't care about how they're being lied to or how they're being manipulated, how they're being pressured into things. They're just willing to go right along with it, you know, and then they start to bring on, you know, all these different ideas like communism and socialism and, you know, why, why it's bad to have freedom and start manipulating people with like, oh, these people are privileged, you know, and you should, you should be more humble because of how much privilege you have. And it's like, anything you do more good for the world, if you have more, if you have more, give more. You know, yeah. you receive free, give free. Right. You know, so this definitely you should look up that interview. Uh, G. Edward Griffin and uh, XKGB. I, I will definitely do that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. That's a pivotal one. You could post that. I will definitely do that. G. Edward Griffin and XKGB. Got it, man. Got it. Um, You know, if you're comfortable with talking about it, uh, I, you know, I have people that come on here from all denominations. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've had people that are practicing witches come on the show. I've had people that are staunch atheists on the show. Uh, mm -hmm. I know you're not. I know you're, you're a man of God. Mm -hmm. uh, but I have very little knowledge of um, Jehovah's Witness and their their view of spiritual warfare. 
Mm. Um, where where do you how do you view it? Because it seems like we're we're a very common mind here of the reality of demonic forces in this world. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't mean to take it away from conspiracy or anything, but I think everything ties in together, man. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And while we're connecting dots here, I mean, I'll just say it like, you know, the witnesses, we believe that Satan, the devil, we, we, we read straight from the Bible, the Holy right. Scriptures. you know, and this is a new world translation of the Holy Scriptures. So, uh, the way it's outlined is it's written in plain English, you know, no, the, thou, they, or any of that. It's all just, you know, the, and, but, you know, it's written in plain English. Right. And, um, um, we see it the way most Christians would, uh, is that the devil is rolling about like a roaring lion seeking to devour someone. Yes. You know, and he, it's like, what I've noticed is that the more spiritual I become, if I ever lapse in my spirituality, it costs me more because the, because the devil is, like we said, he's, you know, like a roaring lion and he's not trying to just pinch you. He's trying to claw at you and strike a vital organ spiritually, you know, so we have to really be on our guard. I've had dreams where <laughs> like I'm, be, I'll be doing really well in my spiritual life, you know, and and praying intensely and really making big moves happen and and uh, you know giving good comments at the meeting and really studying the scriptures and everything. And I've, I I had this one dream one time where uh, I was playing a video game, and uh, and I walked up to like this ATM looking thing and it asked me a question and I said yes and this big Jan door opened up like three miles down the road and i just see this huge demon come out and he's just he's just walking really slow like just super slow chasing after me and i was like what the heck is going on and i asked my brother about this you know and uh i asked him about this demon and everything or i was telling him about the dream and he's like i think i've seen that demon before and he's like is he he's like really big and he's kind of was like you know like like really fat kind of, you know, and he's describing this demon and I'm like, yeah, dude, it was weird. And he's like, dude, I've had conversations with that guy. And I'm like, whoa, that's not good. <laughs> you know, so the devil is very real and he is chasing after people. And he's, he's once, it doesn't matter who he's, if he can corrupt you, he is trying to, you know, big time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, what kind of safeguards do you put in place? Do you have any certain prayers or scripture or psalms that you go to or anything uh, to, you know, to stay prayed up? Or um, I put these three things first. Pray intensely. Study. Study the Bible as much as you can and meditate on God's word. People say meditation, you know. Ooh, whatever you know and let your mind be like they try to adopt the hindu version of it but if you meditate on jehovah god you can never go wrong i always start my prayers the same way i don't always say the same thing in my prayers but i always start them with jehovah god it's in jesus name that i approach your throne and i always end with an amen <laughs> it's in jesus name that i approach your throne 
and then I'll go into it and I'll, I will pray. I try to pray, uh, intensely at least once a day, right? I pray over my meals and before I go to bed and when I wake up and stuff, but I, I've been trying lately to pray intensely for like 15, 20, 30 minutes, at least once a day. And that is like a huge safeguard, man. Yes. Huge. It prevents me from like, <clears throat> um, I'm like most guys, man. Uh, I, I, I really like to watch things that people shouldn't watch, you know, that, you know, go on the internet and browse yeah. whatever it is you want to browse, you know, but I find that when I pray intensely, I have less of a desire to even go down those roads. Amen. You know, so. Yeah. People don't realize how important that is, man. Um, and putting that into your daily life. That, that's great. You know, I, I, I pray throughout the day. But, and, and, you know, of course, and at night, whatever, uh, I, that's when I do my biggest praying is when I go to bed, but I find myself when I lay down and I get the Bible out and I try to read, uh, every night I read and every night I, I, I say an extended prayer, but again, I found myself under attack when I do that, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like, aren't you sleepy? I bet you can barely hold your eyes open. Hey, uh, I think you got a comment on TikTok. Uh, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh my god, distractions left, right, and center. Yeah, dude, it's you, you get so bad to where I'm like, I and I go and I get in the bed and I I sit up in the bed and yeah. I, I get my stuff out to pray with. And I'm like, well, I'll just check TikTok real quick, you know, before I do. Let me just wrap this up, you know. And I'll find myself on there for half an hour, and then I'm like, okay. No, yeah. You know, and I put that phone away. I'm like, all right, now it's time to pray. And, I, and I'm and i rushing my prayer. Mm. I'm trying to hurry my prayer up so I can go to sleep. Or I'll fall asleep mm. sitting up in the bed. And that's when I realize I'm putting a phone over my prayer life. Yeah. And this is the thing. This kind of leads me to a point, too, that I've been kind of thinking about is like, um how often do we put the phone before Jehovah God? Right. And yeah. is that, is that idolatry? Of course. Yeah. No, we have to be very careful with that because it's not like we're saying a prayer to this thing, but we look to it for a lot of answers. <laughs> we look to the, for a lot of answers. Right. <laughs> yeah, we do. Now, another thing to, to check yourself, mm -hmm. go out of the house without your phone. And see how you oh, feel. Yeah. yeah. Right. Now, do you go out of the house without your Bible? Yeah, that's a big one. Man, I never even thought of that. <laughs> right. it's, it's easy to leave your Bible at the house, right? But you wouldn't leave your phone at the house. No, what that that's yeah. where I'm at right now. I like and I don't know. I don't mean to make every episode about God, but I do kind of like that every episode's about God. Maybe, maybe it's maybe I do oh, yeah. want to be that way, you know. I definitely not, do want it to be that way. I'm not ashamed of Jesus Christ. Exactly. I'm not either. And <laughs> you know? I, I, I had some pushback. I got, but just a handful of people that get on and, and they're so irritated that they take the time to message me. We don't mm. want to hear that. I'll go to church. I go to church, but I don't want to hear that. Mm. Well, sorry. Listen to somebody else. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I <laughs> mean, where... 
you know, you got to look, where are we? Yeah. <laughs> where are we in the stream of time? You know? Exactly. Exactly. So. <laughs> and with, with everything points to, uh, to God, I would be doing a disservice. It would be against me if I didn't tell other people what, yeah. I'm, what I'm seeing, you know? Yeah. So. I think that, I think that, uh, with a firm foundation, you can have a stable house, you know, just mm -hmm. think if you just think if you had a house that didn't have floors in it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> how, you, how are you getting around? Where are you going to put furniture? And, and yeah. you know, I'm sure that this show, you know, I'm I'm happy with it, the the size that it is. I, of course, I would love to be able to get this the word out to as many people as possible. Mm. But I know that this show could be five times, ten times bigger than it is if I didn't keep God first, you know, mm -hmm. if yeah. I didn't open the episode with a word of scripture, if I didn't end every episode with a call to Christ, if I just took that out and we talked about whatever, you know, aliens and all kind of, yeah. you know, yeah. dimensional. Wow. You know, yeah, if we it's just, like, man, yeah. Yeah, it's I can sit here and have we can sit here and do seances or something like that, and there'll probably be a hundred thousand downloads because people want to see the weird. Yeah. But what are you losing? Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing too, is you know, the more you look at that stuff, it's it's like uh it's like a dopamine hit. It's not it doesn't fill you up, it doesn't give anything to your heart. Yep. You know, it just gives you a temporary whatever, and then you're back looking for more, and you need more and more and more. Yeah, it's like my, you my know. pastor says. He says feelings are overrated. <laughs> Straight <know>. up. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't go for after things that just because they feel good. That that's not yeah. what we're supposed to be. That's not. You what know I'm what doing. feels great? Heroin feels amazing. I'm are sure. you gonna do it? No, you're not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Not speaking from experience, thank God, but yeah. you know, yeah, from what I've heard, <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. I mean, there must be a reason why people get hooked on it. Exactly so. right. Not everything that feels good is going to be good for you. One thing I'd like to say, man, is uh, if you're too open-minded, your brain will fall out. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. I'm going to tell that to my students. Yeah, <laughs> uh, dial that back, kids. Yeah. You teach? Uh, what do you teach? Uh, I teach a program at our high school. We replace ROTC. Okay. Uh, because there's, this this generation is just not quite as interested. Okay. Um, but I, the program we teach is is through the West Virginia Military Authority. Okay. So, uh, they only hire vets. And it is still... You know, it has a military aspect. I teach kids, you know, how to march. I try to teach them a little bit of discipline, some respect and manners, um, military history. Yeah, that would that'd be a perfect perfect phrase for your kids, man. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> on top of that, we do like a – we have a huge focus on like mentorship, you know. Uh, okay. And, and just life skills, you know, how to cope mm -hmm. with things, how to uh, plan for the future, hard assets, you know um there's there's lesson plans and everything we talked about today um, oh, yeah. it, it's just a real well-rounded class that um west virginia is a place that needs it you know there's a lot of broken homes there's a lot of 
fatherless homes. Um, there's a lot of homes that are being ran by grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that every day. It, that's the majority. Man. Uh, for a two parent, you know, home that's that's actual biological mom and dad. It's rare. I, I would say it's a fifteen twenty percent, maybe, maybe by the wow. time you're in school. Um, wow. So. Yeah. Yeah. So they, I never they, thought they, I'd be living. I never thought I'd be living in a world where like. It's more common to it's you're the weird kid for being from a two parent family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you can tell, you know, um, yeah, it, it shows. And I, I'm not saying that I'm not saying anything negative about it. I'm saying you can tell the kids that um, might need a little extra focus, might need a little extra attention, you know, and or might be nicer, might be more. <laughs> Uh, they might be quieter kids because they've been raised by mama and papa and they're saying hush, you know, speak when you're okay. spoken to. And so these kids come in and they're more reserved. You okay. Know, it's not necessarily an out, you know, an outcry. They're not, you know, and I got kids that tried to burn down the bathroom or whatever. Um, but I, you, you can tell when kids are just walking with this air of confidence, that's usually the ones that have a structured home you know um yeah and it's it i'm glad that i'm doing it i'm glad that i'm there because i don't want to just sit on the sidelines and complain about what's going on i want to try to help as many kids as i can you know um it's part of the job that's awesome man that's really noble (laughs) i appreciate it man and you know and i do get paid you know it's a a great salary it's a good job great benefits so you know there's that selfish side of it but uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all, all my life I wanted to be a teacher I think you know and uh I got to I get to combine you know teaching kids how to be a leader it's not just you know teaching a subject you know I'm not just like a, uh I'm not confined to being an art teacher or mm-hmm. a social studies teacher. teacher or something right yeah I get to just like let's talk about life man you know yeah. and I cannot tell you how many times we talk about conspiracy theories uh, really? Oh man, because these kids want the truth, and they know it's true. They they want <laughs> the truth, and they're on yeah. TikTok more than I am. And yeah. so they come at me like, "Hey, uh, we just nine uh, eleven just passed, and I saw the strangest thing." I'm like, "Sit down." Oh yeah, the, the Osama letter, right? Yeah, yeah, it's so wild. Yeah, man, like, that's actually really cool. That makes me feel more comfortable because where I come from, uh everyone i know is always telling me not to talk about these things nobody wants to hear it shut up and stop it's you're beating a dead horse you know but it's good to see that the youth is catching on to this and really saying like we want what's true yeah they do they do and a lot of people want to write off gen z uh well we can't write them off man these these kids they have promised they, it, you know, I can't speak for the whole nation, you know, but these kids down here, they want to work. They see, you know, a lot of times they see their parents aren't working. They yeah. see their, they see their mom or dad or uncle or all of them strung out on meth and they don't want that life. 
So they go out and they're they're 15, 16 years old or 16, 17 years old. And they're out here holding down a job in the evenings, going to school all day because they're determined. And I love that, man. And we have a lot of kids like that. So I think okay. tough times are making strong men right now. You know? Yes, very much so. Very much so. And, uh, there, there's hope. There's hope out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man, I, I'm almost like... I'm almost envious of these kids because they they're growing up in such hard times. You know, I mean, yeah, guys like us, we had it easy. I'm 32. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I was raised on the notion that I was going to be, you know, like, uh, like, you know, <laughs> like Harold and Kumar or grandma's boy or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> go to Amsterdam and live my whole life like a party. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I- <laughs> I, I'm I'm about a decade older. You know, I'm 43, so I grew up with like Will Smith. You know, like okay, everything, yeah. everything's a joke. You know, we we get yeah. plenty of fun. Uh, you know, you're a teenager. You're supposed to be out here chasing women and partying. Uh-huh. Yeah, man, yeah. I was a bad TV and all that. Yeah, yeah, I was a, a very foolish and impressionable young man. So I try to put the I try to put the lid back on on these young men and be like, come on, keep your head on. Yeah. Dude, it's so funny because I work in marketing and uh, the amount of people that I don't, that I see slouched over when they walk, you know, it just kind of drives me up a wall. I mean, my, my my parents always told me stand up straight. It would drive, that drove me crazy when I was going to middle school, you know, and like <laughs> my mom would say out the window, stand up straight. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. She's so embarrassing. But now I'm thankful for it because I get to look at other people and I will tell them, I'll literally be like, excuse me, sir, sir, stand up straight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, right. the amount That's of people down. like, I'm waiting for, I had one instance where a lady told me to F off, you know, like she was actually really mad. But a lot of people, <laughs> they, because <laughs> I'm kind of stern, you know, so I'm a little apprehensive. But a lot of people, you see the smile on their face and they do, they stand up straight, you yeah. know. It's that reminder, man. <laughs> Remember who you are, you know? Exactly. You know, and and one thing I'd like to see come back is etiquette. Oh. I think that people need etiquette. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I agree with you. And man, I, I'm not going to keep you on here all night. I do want to ask you, is there a place people can go to get your music? <sighs> man, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can go to my YouTube, which is uh I haven't checked the YouTube in so long. But uh I don't really have a recording studio. So a lot of my stuff is just solo acoustic. Okay. You know, it's it's not layered, it's it's not mastered, it's not EQ'd or any of that. It's all mostly just solo acoustic. What I need to do is go through and delete all of the the Call of Duty stuff that I was trying to, because I was, you know, just looking for any avenue, trying to figure out a way to 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 get the algorithm to respond. But yeah, um, yeah. If you want to look me up on YouTube, it's Asa A S A Spades S P A D E Z. Asa Spades. That's my <laughs> stage name. Yep. I love it, man. That's a cool name. Yeah. And you play Call of Duty. Yeah, I like Call of Duty. <laughs> See, I, that that missed me too, man. But my brother-in-law, he's uh, I think he's like thirty-seven. Yeah, Dude, that's that's his jam. He can tell you every map, every 
firearm on it. it he's like a yeah. pro. Uh, so, yeah. So if, if you want to get into Call of Duty, you can go to the YouTube channel too, right? Um, I don't know if I'll get back on. I mean, maybe, but it's not likely. No? Yeah, I think I, I think I yeah, I think I definitely want to stick with the music. I've tried to do so many things online, but I think, you know, like ultimately music is my uh that's my calling. So I'm gonna have to really just just uh triple down on it, man, and and, and <laughs> just make it happen, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Follow hey, keep that dream open, you know what I mean? Like keep that you gotta keep that foot in the door. Uh mm -hmm. I, I I do this show and obviously it's a side hustle on top of uh, or my my day job. You know I'm not I can't afford to quit that job. Right. Uh, maybe, one of these, maybe one of these days, you know. Yeah. Uh, like I know a guy who's friends with Joe Rogan, but I don't know Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. One day at a time. Right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, man. It's, it's been great having you on here. I would love to you know do a part two because there's a lot of things we didn't even touch. You know, like sure. with geoengineering, you want to talk about CERN. Um, yeah. uh, there's so much we can get into. But if you would, if you'd be willing and able to do a part two down the road, yeah, I'd love I'm to have you back on, brother. All right. Sounds good, man. All right. Is there anything else you want to say before we hop off here for the night? Just uh, follow me on all social media. Um Ace of Sales on, on Facebook, S-A-Y-L-E-S, A-S-A, S-A-Y-L-E-S. Uh, Instagram, I'm there, too, under the same name. Uh, you can find me here on TikTok with the same name. All of my stuff, I think, has all the same handles. I'm not on Twitter, though. Um, but, yeah, you can follow me on all platforms. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to put all that in the show notes. That way people can find you easy. Cool. Thank you. All right, brother. You have a good night. Yep. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you. Thank you, and God bless. All right. Talk to you soon. Jehovah God bless you. God bless you. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you have an experience or an encounter that you'd like to share, holler at me. You can reach me at thebumppodcast at gmail.com or by the bump phone at 304 812 0553. Leave a text or a voicemail either way and I'll get back to you. Also, please be sure to leave a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to. Stick around after this for a special invitation.
Thank you, Lord. That sea, there's a river yeah. flowing from God's holy where the tree of life is blooming, where the land has not been told by no more tears. personally ready to submit your life to God and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The book of Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says it really simply that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's that simple. To be born again, to start a new life as a child of God, to join God's army, to rise up against the evil forces that you know are all around you. You don't have to do it alone. I love you. Jesus loves you. And may God bless you.
all the wicked things that I've done. Then one night, on my knees I pray. I ask the Lord for some better days. Yes, I went to the altar. I fell down on my knees and I prayed. I asked the Lord. Now I'm living better days. I have a friend who had cruel. Doctors said the only way he would make it would be God's will. Called me up one night just to say, Brother, if you would, I need you to pray. So I went to the altar. I felt